this week's episode of the award-winning, award-winning, 90,000s of listens <laughs> episode of Here For It Podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Grandma's. The grandma who was on the hotel back and she was throwing the wig while she was twerking. You remember that comedy little skin? <laughs> yes, her too. Um, but if your mama got the baby and you don't got the baby, then you're not the mama. Your grandma was the baby. <laughs> <laughs> if Jocelyn Hernandez has taught us nothing, that was a gem. If you the mama and you don't got the baby and your grandmama got the baby, then you're not the mama. Stop out here! Stop being out here! Um, getting all these benefits, talking about you the mama and looking for Mama's Day gifts and shit, and shit like that. And the grandmama been the mama the whole time. <laughs> you the mother and the father. You, no, no. <laughs> Father's Day acting up on my timeline. The grandmama is the mama. The grandmama is the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I let that part go. I had to do. A, I had to do an edit for my sister. Oh, okay. I had to do an edit for my sister. You know she's the um, what do we call her now? She's. She's um, like a royalty. Like she has like a foundation and things. Okay. She's rebuilding Puerto Rico. Hey man, Trump ain't. All right. Well, some yeah, somebody got to. We still rebuilding the Carolinas, getting laughed at in public forums. And niggas are still rebuilding their booty holes. And so there's that. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, and of course RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman. T H E E S U P A M A N. I'm the Superman. AKA. The sodomizer in chief, BKA, the last chivalrous gay nigga. Those were on two totally different spectrums, but okay. Yeah, multiple wow. spectrums. And this is here for a podcast. Thank you guys so much for going out and getting our shirts last week. We launched our merch finally, and I am so glad. And then Sheree gonna come out with her announcement that she hope having model calls in October. You said September, Sheree. I was trying to. We was trying to beat Sheree. It's still September, so she she kind of uh, she kind of maybe no. Well, the joggers. She announced out. the model call, so she did something in September. Bless her. <laughs> uh, we also did something in September, and so you can go over to Here for It shop right now and get your own Here for It podcast T shirt with all kinds of different labels. We have problematic because some of you niggas is problematic, and so am I. Um, we have your husband's favorite top. Even if you're a bottom, that's okay because you can still be. I was thinking about what to do for for me. That well, was for me personally. Um, you can still be a bottom and be somebody's favorite top. They're out here in DC. You actually can. Yeah, Woo. <laughs> you can be somebody's favorite top. Keep my mouth and be a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also just represent our podcast by wearing the Here for It Pod shirt itself. Be in the hive. Be a, a, ahead of the curve before the girls um, really figure out who we are and the prices go up. <sighs> um, our icebreaker this week is: mm-hmm. Can you have sex on the first date and not ruin the possibilities of a successful gay relationship? A successful gay relationship. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. It depends on what we did on that first date. Um, if it was just to um Chili's and then back to his place and then you um had intercourse. Maybe if y'all did fry. But if y'all did like a real intercourse, then probably not. Because if you did fright, then you teased, and it's not real penetration, and he don't he don't know what your throat base skills is like all the way. But you can have sex with him the first time and not throw, not show all your skills the first time. You can just be like having regular sex and be like, I know I got three tricks, but I'm not gonna show him these three tricks until he passed the three month test. 
Oh, that's a long time. Because if you start initiating sex on the first date, then he's not going to wait three months for a trick. So you got to... What Cardi B said on Instagram this week, she said you got to push it all the way to the back of your throat so you you can produce the saliva that you need. Look, She also <laughs> is not the blueprint of keeping a nigga at home. Uh-oh. So... Let's let's end that there. Um, but that was my answer to the question. I think you can. I think that you can um, be um, fully into someone, still have had sex with them, and then be learning them and trying to get to know them. And at the same time, if both of you have an aspiration to um, be in a relationship, mm-hmm. that's the key part. So whether you have had sex on the first date or not. Do both of y'all have an aspiration of getting to know each other and being in a relationship? If y'all don't, one of y'all does, then it's not going to be successful, obviously. But um, I've had sex with um, probably six of my last seven exes on the first date. And then we got into a relationship. Now, it's not successful because we ain't huh. married yet. But, um, but you know, you did have yeah, like, we had time together, like a year and a half, two years, three. Right, you right. know you were together for it. Right. We, yeah, we did end up building stuff, um, even though technically people would look at it and say the foundation was sex. The foundation can be so many other things and also include sex um, to make it successful. So I think that we need to dispel that stereotype of, well, we fucked, so I can't look at him as like no relationship material. No. I mean, like, did you want to fuck? Yes. Did he want to fuck? Yes. Do y'all still want to get to know each other after that? Yes. So stop standing in your own way. Hey, man. Um, the word of the day this week is um, the new booty bump. Oh, I... be careful with that. <laughs> what do you mean? I attended the Party Boy screening that I told you guys about last week, and um, Take Down Tina, hashtag Take Down Tina, spokesperson and president and porn enthusiast and star Jason Zeus shared with the crowd um, the new form of booty bumps. So what I talked to you guys about on previous episodes was um, people doing booty bumps, basically using coke. Or their drug of Meth, preference, GHB, yeah, stuff like that, um, and putting it on the actual booty hole before inserting a penis into it, or putting it on the dick and then inserting the dick into the booty hole with said drug on it, and giving the bottom this intense euphoria once the drug kicks in the system because the anal uh, cavity is very vascular and you know it will absorb those drugs very fastly, and you'll start feeling the high. Like within minutes of it being introduced. So the new booty bump is um, the kids are doing Tina and uh, the spit from the Tina they're putting in your booty when they eat your booty. And it then makes you high while you're getting the oral sex. And then once he sticks his penis in you, now you're extra high. He's high, you high. Everybody high. So... Be careful. Is there something? Is there something wrong with this? Yes. I'm not judging. No, no. It is when it's not with. I can consent. see it being an every now and then experience, you know. Uh, but when you need this all the time to have interaction with another human being, I, I, I question. It, why do you deem it necessary? Because some people get um, bored with. Um, What's the traditional methods of sex? Yeah. Um, you're l- looking to introduce something new or 
do, do, do the girls need to find a new hobby? Like, girl, go finish your bachelor's. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not judging, but it sounded really judgmental, but I, I, I swear I don't come from a judgmental place. I swear. No, um, but he was addressing it because it's um, a form of rape as well. Um, because He putting the booty bump on his tongue. He putting the cocaine or GHB, whatever, on his tongue. In this case, he was talking about Tina. Butt, right, but you don't know it. I don't know that he... That's like taking the condom off without my consent. It is, right, it's just like the stealth thing that we talked about God previously it, as man. well. So you have to be careful with who you're having sex with. You have to with. watch these people. You literally have to watch them. No, yeah, you, you literally do have to watch <laughs> them because they may be doing these type of drugs and some people are okay with you doing those type of drugs. I don't want to do those type of drugs, but you never know when they are sharing those drugs with you unknowingly and now you just had a high ass experience that you didn't sign up for. <sighs> um and so he was talking about I don't know if it technically happened to him, but people that he knew and people that were around him um who have experienced, you know, I just signed up for regular sex. Um First thing the nigga was eating my booty and I was like, okay, this is good. And the next thing I knew, he was fucking me for two hours and I, it was really euphoric and it was great. But I didn't expect all of this. This is not. I was just. Expecting. I got work in the morning. I, I was right because because when you do those when you do those type of drugs, it it gives you a different high and then you ask you have to come down from that high. Mm-hmm. And so you got work in the next four hours. You you gonna be high. Trying to go to work or not go to work at and all. I be having to go to meetings at six thirty a.m. and make important decisions. I can't. I cannot. Literally. Yeah. Cannot. Um. Party boy. The party boy screening again was amazing. Um. Shout out to Impulse DC, my crew, my Thank clique. You. Um. They went really in depth in the the Tina crisis. It was people in the film that I knew and didn't know was on Tina. So that was very eye opening. Um. I'm in talks right now with the director on um when he's putting it out into the ancillary market. So you guys can stream it or get the DVD or whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's very important. It's very impactful. Definitely have to see it. Um, they they showed you like everything from how the girls buy the Tina, how they make the Tina, how they use the Tina, how much, the different ways. It was very, very, very important. Um, and as soon as it's out, I will let you guys know as well. Um, it They even biographed Crystal LaBeja. So mm-hmm. I never even thought... I, for some reason, it just never even came in my mind. I've been knowing the legend, the iconic Miss Crystal LeBeja for a long time because <laughs> she's just the fucking iconic. Mm-hmm. But I never thought that she got her name from being associated with Crystal Meth. Never, never, never occurred to me. And so, um, again, that that was just another gem. Um, even though she was just greatly important to the, the drag scene, greatly important to the ball scene, um, just never... Put two and two together that Crystal was because of her correlation to Crystal Meth. Um, the the other two takeaways is people put um, the capital T on their grinders and on their uh, party. jacks, looking to party, their, yeah, and on their Adam for Adams and things like that. They also use the crystal. Um, it's it like, like the a diamond, diamond emoji, right? Diamond Ooh. emoji to. Uh, Show people that that's the scene that they're in, and that's the type of thing that they do. And so, you giving all the gems away. The girl say something for the movie. Oh no, there's, there's plenty more. There's plenty more. Um, the movie was an hour long, um, but there was so much more in the movie. But I just want to make sure that for the people that don't even end up getting the movie, that we get these important the capital parts. Capital T, the party. capital T, the diamonds, 
saying you like to party. Those mm-hmm. are the people. These are the people that are doing Tina. And again, um, you want to make sure you know who you're having sex with mm-hmm. because if they're doing Tina, you don't want to be a party, quote unquote, to um, possibly being exposed to Tina yourself if you don't want to be doing Tina. Um, Jason has incorporated using an Apple in social media and on Jack and on Grinder and on Adam for Adam to counter the crystals. So an Apple meaning, yeah, I got it. An Apple meaning he's whole, he's natural. Um, and I think that that's a really, really, really good tool in saying, I'm not interested in Tina. I'm not interested in crystals. I'm an Apple. I'm natural. I'm whole. I don't want none of that other bullshit. So I think that was a great part of the movement as well. Um, the last thing was um, saying you're clean <clears throat> is not the same as saying you are HIV negative. We talked about that as well because some of the people that were on the panel were saying that um, they were introduced to crystal meth and uh, raw sex by people saying that they were clean to them, but not necessarily meaning that they were HIV negative. Mm. They were saying, well, I'm clean. I cleaned out today. I took a shower today. So saying you're clean does not mean that you are HIV negative. Mm -hmm. So we definitely need to definitely dispel that stigma, that use of the word clean, quote unquote, because one is is disparaging to people that are HIV positive. Saying you're clean because I'm HIV positive means that I'm dirty. (laughs) These boys are white front to back. They're not clean. Or wash their balls off or brush their tongue. So <laughs> clean where? So clean how? Stop using the Explain. word clean. You that, gotta be be more specific. Yeah. Or be more pacific. Since I'm stupid to your uneducated level. Wow. Um. But yeah, definitely check out Party Boy when it gets on, onto the ancillary market. We will let you guys know as soon as it does. Again, I think it's extremely important to the community. I agree. It was amazing screening. Shout out to Jason so he did his word thing. of the day. The um, new the new booty bump. All right. Put it on his tongue, then put it in your butt without your knowledge. Yes. And then you have random drill screens at work wondering why you done tested positive for something. Amphetamines, all of the things. We're about to lose your job because a little boy wanted a night of pleasure. And he wanted to give you some real pleasure. So, In Hot Topics, first question is, what two songs would you put on um, Issa Rae's Niggas Ain't Shit playlist since Nathan ghosted her? Um, just be a man about it. Nathan still is missing. Just be be a man about it, Tony Braxton. Because we gotta help her build a play with the whatever his goddamn reason, excuse. He could just be a man about it right now, (laughs) cause he he was a man about it when fucking um, Lyft called his ass, um, trying to close an investigation. He answered the phone in. He stood up, no pause. When it was time Ooh, in, the, in the carousel, what they was in the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. He was a man about it then. So definitely, just be a man about it. Um, and one of my previous songs for my soul, "Unravel Me" by Sabrina, problematic Claudio. <laughs> um, don't let this nigga unravel you because she's in this previous episode of Insecure. Issa definitely let. Nathan unravel her and Uh none of these niggas should unravel you at all dick is gonna be great there is so much other dick out here in the world that is also gonna be great as well light skinned niggas are a dime a dozen no shade Uh but um, (laughs) do not let these niggas out here unravel you she became fully unraveled when she was trying to um, uh, 
getting this nigga's computer and um, type in passwords and thinking her name was going to be a password. Girl, he ain't even calling you. Your name not the password. <laughs> so do not let these niggas unravel you at all. Did You Ever Love Me by Deborah Cox. Woo, you have to listen to the words. It's more than we could give in this podcast. But Did You Ever Love Me, the title... Cause he was in the bed asking like Is this real And then like he was all into it And then he had disappeared And then he felt like he was being too vulnerable So he was emotionally attached to Issa So Allegedly <laughs> um, And I want to throw a Keisha Cole song here But I don't know Like I should have cheated Cause they weren't together So she could have really cheated But there is a song on Keisha Cole's second album Just Like You called um, Was It Worth It because Nathan's still checking in on Instagram with other women uh, out at parties having fun. So, was it worth it, Nathan? I hope because when I find you, I'm going to strangle you. I hope Issa can strangle him. Just as an awkward black girl moment. She probably shouldn't because the nigga fights in the back of cars. So, don't put yourself in that situation, Issa. Um, and her name is me by Tamia, in case you need that one. Put yourself first, Issa. <laughs> yeah, there's being ghosted, and then there's being ghosted. <laughs> So you being ghosted, ghosted. She got ghosted, ghosted. Um, and she was very stalkerish about it. I don't approve of that behavior because, again, none of these niggas is that great for you to be stalking. Um, self-included. Shout uh-huh. out to my stalkers. Um, I'd, I'd sh- We'll see. We ain't got but one episode left, and they got to tell us on this next episode because they ain't told us shit on this last one. So what do you think about um, Molly and this guy she went on the date? Is he an Asian-American? Yeah, I think he is. Um, He was real cute. He was cuter than the first time I saw him because the first time I saw him, he was very forgettable. I did not remember. I remember that there was an Asian guy... And a black guy. And, <laughs> shout and out they to, were talking about Molly Squared and all that. Right. Shout out to uh, Kelly that was like, are you fucking the Asian one or the black one? Because I've been fucking the black one. Because <laughs> you got to identify which nigga you've been fucking. I, I am on that I'm, I'm on that train. I'm not trying to step on your panel, girl. Um, but I really, I liked Asian Bay. Okay. Um, I think all the fault was on Molly, per usual. Wow. It was. Because wow. he, he didn't do anything but... Show her her shit, and then mm-hmm. she just was like, "Oh, I'm not ready for real conversation." Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nothing. He didn't do anything out of line, out of place that was disrespectful. She just wasn't ready to face her own demons, and um, that's more her fault and her fixing her own shit than his. Um, but I think that he has potential for her. Um, I just hope that um, he got enough dick to keep Molly around. Because he also said he was going to bring the thug okay. to the next date. So. That's a right blessing. <laughs> um, the conversation about ghosting versus entitlement was extremely, extremely title, timely and important. I saw a lot of people on social media um, taking one side versus the other side. and Entitlement? Um, yeah. Okay, explain to me what the entitlement is. So the entitlement being people that feel like I have to call you back or have to text you back and tell you why I don't like you no more. Oh, that's me. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but that's what it is. That's what because it is. if you don't like me, then tell me. I don't have to. Cause, but that's what I'm saying. So that's the being an adult. No, the adult thing is you moving the fuck on. How if, am I supposed to know to move on if you don't tell me that this isn't working out? For if you? he ain't called you in a week, nigga, move on. That's the sign. That's Here the sign go. right there. Here we go. Um. What where I think the line delineates is 
in relationships, I, I do feel like people are entitled to a a closure event or a um hey, this is not working for me. I'm going to go elsewhere and do something else. Be blessed. Go go with God. I think in relationships, when you have a relationship, I think that is important. When you've been sucking my dick, um, you suck my dick two times and you don't know my middle name, you're not entitled to nothing. You're not entitled to know, well, um, the last time you sucked my dick, I felt a lot of teeth and it wasn't enough spit, so I'm just going to move along. You're not entitled to nothing. What are you entitled so to? So you're telling me that sometimes the closure moment that I'm looking for does not involve the other person? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it, it Really, you can do it yourself. You can do your own exit interview with these niggas and say, well... That was cute. We went on two dates, and then he stopped talking to me. So, he ain't the nigga. He's not the one for me. You do the closure. You do the work. It's not only... It's not... The onus is not on other people to do work for you. If they have deemed... Listen, this is not worth my time no more. I'm good. I don't need... They, they moving on. They um, booking new dates. They don't have time. Nobody owes anyone anything is the point. I I, I want to cut you out, but we're recording live. <laughs> um, this is why I keep you around because I would be like, as a woman. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like everyone- I'm just uh, let me finish. I just uh, I just feel that it's an it's I I feel like that that is giving the person closure. If you say like, hey, I, I've been ghosted, who twice, Lord. Um, the first time, like he responded every other day. That he never saw for two weeks, and then it was a month. He's he would be busy with work. Like this person, I was gonna call him the N word. I'm being nice right now. This N word, we would text it every day, all the time. Ugh, work getting on my nerves. Work stressing me out. And then he wouldn't text back at all for like days. And like, oh, work been busy. There have been times where work has been busy. You text me that. Um, so and so in the office, or someone. I knew who the girls was. I knew your immediate team, but now all of a sudden you're too busy to give me the details, and like that was really weird. And then found out he was in an open relationship like a month later when he checked in on Facebook hashtag date night or something. He t- with a hashtag that was weird. People are old, like a closure or something. Like this, this isn't working. I'm deleting your number. Like, even if it's that cold, get uh, something. No. But that's why I keep y'all, uh, that's why I keep you around. Because they're like, I'm in my feelings. I'm in emotional. And I feel entitled. Oh, wow. Entitlement, as you say. You feel entitled. I feel entitled to, like, uh, but I don't think that it is entitled. Because, like, as an adult, you should be able to say when something isn't working for you anymore. And you should be able to say it out loud. Y'all teaching me all the time to put my hands down and fight with my words. I watch enough Basketball Wives, enough Atlanta Housewives. I watch enough Black Ink Crew. I've watched enough of everything. Put my hands down and fight with my words. And when I can't fight with my words, <laughs> I'm going to fight with my fucking hands. But the the point that is being missed is... And I'm not missing it. I'm going to fight you with my fucking hands. If you don't give me words... <laughs> but when... But if you don't give me fucking words... But when... I'm going to find Three you. days has passed and you don't hear from him. That's communication. Non-communication is communication. Silence is a virtue. 
Non-communication is communication that's, at the same time. That's why I keep you He's around. He's communicating that's to why I you. Keep you around. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yep. You have to receive the communication of he don't give a fuck. Neither should I. You but have like, to what receive if his that mama just died or a, a cousin or close cousin or something? Then he was going through a lot, and then I hadn't texted him in two weeks, and then I end up looking like the bad guy. Hashtag Chun Li, and just. I think because we end up caring so much when the ghosting happens, I'm not told, I'm not informed of my step backedness that I'm supposed to give. Step the fuck back. I'm not told of that. So I'm I'm continuing my give. I'm continuing my I only let a few people in, so I care about those close few people, so I want to make sure I'm keeping. Okay. But those close people, again, use that as an sure. example. If those close people had a disaster going on in their life, I'm not being vulnerable with none of you niggas. <laughs> How's your day? You got a check? Y'all gonna turn me into a city girls, and I thought we had canceled them, but I did. LOL, because some of the girls did. But um, you got a check? I tell you by my emotions for one ninety nine a minute. <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you want us to be? Like y'all are like tearing apart the human experience. But the human experience is at will employment. That's the point that I'm making. And so when you work someplace and it's at will employment, they can say, knock, knock, nigga, it's um, 3 p.m. We don't want you to work here no more tomorrow. At will. Okay. And so until you're in a relationship with people, until y'all have built a trust and y'all know each other, you have to this consider. <laughs> you have to consider. I, I consider shit. I'm gonna fight with my hand. You have to consider this at will employment because at will, I may not text you back no more. I may not follow you on Instagram. I may not follow you on Twitter. I may not say anything else to you in public when I see you anymore because you bit my dick the last time you sucked it. You are at will fired. Let's move on. I'm triggered. <laughs> I, I, I want to. I want to fight with my hands right now. <laughs> Something more positive I would like to add to our episodes. Um, I would like us to add affirmations. Um, we don't say positive things about... You ugly. You can't, you can't <laughs> tell me. No, come back to that after I know the positive story. We can't uh, tear down things about our community that we don't like without we building... Them down? Without building things up. Uh-uh. You, you, you feel entitled. <laughs> you feel so entitled. I just have to build you up. Fuck you. So, you bit my dick the last time you sucked it. So I would like to say my first couple of words of affirmation. Since my lips make it get on y'all nerves in the reviews, bitch. As, as well. This is my podcast. If you don't like it, l- click log off. You don't like my lips making. Or you, can go to, or you can go to a uh, Hit For It shop. And I also, I'm not the only one lip-smacking on this podcast. I'm just want to let y'all know. Why y'all said, somebody be lip-smacking. It's not always me. Our words of affirmation this week are, feminine men are fine. Literally. Feminine men are tops. Fat men are sexy. Oh, yes. Amen. Fat men are great in bed. Well... What's fat? fat? It's relative. All shapes and sizes. Okay, there you go. Because all shapes and sizes. If he fat to me, if he fat to me, that don't mean he not good in bed to you. Okay, because you five eight and I'm six one, so fat is relative. Yes, that's why it's <laughs> fat I'm, is very relative. That's why it's our affirmation. Beauty in the eye of the beholder. Absolutely, HIV positive men are worthy. That's very I've, HIV I've, positive mm. men are not the enemy. Who said that? 
Oh, plenty of people on on social media all the time. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I, oh. oh, oh, yes. Oh, if you're not um, undetectable, then they, they are don't... feeling entitled or something. I don't know. As, as well, but that's why this is our affirmation this week is because yeah. HIV positive men are worthy and are great catches. I know some fine well, ass great men catches. A lot of <laughs> I won't even go down that word that that path and. <laughs> <laughs> unaffirm some of you other niggas but Ooh. hiv positive men are worthy amen tops can twerk and that's my last uh, word of affirmation you, that's why you put that one last okay let's just move on i already want to fight you with my hands <laughs> and not my words so burton ernie been checking up and that's a lie <laughs> the person who was a writer like look you were a staff writer sir we understand that you were trying to be inclusive but as the owners of the copyright and the trademark we do not um agree and so that was getting on my nerves because, like, a person who had wrote the storyline for Bert and Ernie had said that they were in a relationship. It was just never discussed. But then Sesame Street, with the copyright, the C with the circle next to it, had sent out a tweet and said, hey, they're Muppets. They don't have sexuality. That's real cute. There are These are two <laughs> grown people that have been living together and sleeping in the same bed for 30 years. They've been shacking up. So now they can't have platonic friendship. Okay. It's sleeping in the same bed for thirty years. No, no, that's not platonic friendship. You don't know where where life was because people didn't start sleeping in beds until um like the, the Great Depression. I want to say it was. What? In the end, yes, it's very true. Like um, married couples, do your research. The girls were saving money and during the Great Depression and stuff like that. Married couples start sleeping in the same bed. Cardi B has released um, <laughs> some music um, and it is alleged to be a diss track against Nicki Minaj. Um, I feel like Cardi B can do better. I did not like it. It was not great for me. I know that some Cardi B fans liked it and that is great for y'all. Um, I would like her to call Remy. I would like her to call Lil' Kim. And if you're really going to diss a bitch, diss a bitch. That was not a diss to me. Uh, the gag for me is, how did you gather that? She she openly admitted that she recorded that back while she was pregnant. She recorded the video back while she was pregnant. So, what dissing to who? It was just her feature on whatever his name is. I have it in my notes. Let me scroll it. Go down to the music segment. Okay. Um, Partisan Fontaine. Yeah. Whoever he is. That, I think this Cardi B feature, his producer paid all of his budget for the Cardi B feature and got her in the video. So, backing it up. Um, yeah, backing it up. Isn't a great, it's a great song overall to me. Um, removing that it's supposed to be a Nicki Minaj disc. I, when I saw that it was supposed to be a Nicki Minaj, I'm like, where? where? Why? How? I... Looking at the lyrics, you don't feel I like just, it's a Nicki Minaj disc? I I don't see any I don't see her saying anything outside of she was like, How about you chill with the beef, get some chicken instead? And then she did the sign to get money with her fingers. I mean like that's what all rappers do. Male, female, um, even a guy that's on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta right now that's um rapping as a woman and he's really a boy. A drag rap. I mean like you're supposed to say that you're the best. 
um, these hoes is hating on you and they need to um, settle down. I mean, like she said, all she said all the same thing. She said all the same things. Like if she had to say it, um, something about Safari or something about Meek or something about something explicitly to Onik Onika Tanya Mirage. If she would have said Onika Tanya Mirage, like outside that, she just said shit that rappers say. Am I wrong for it? Um, I think you need to listen again and remove the it's about Nicki Minaj. It's not. I don't want to listen again. Um, oh. I feel well, like I you enjoyed it. I feel like none of the none of the rap and none of the diss tracks that have come out recently none of at the bitch that they are adding. Like when you at the bitch, they at the bitch. I've said that on multiple episodes before, and they they don't. Everyone is sub dissing. Mm. Everyone, all of them, mm-hmm. and so. Without she doesn't she didn't need to say Nikki's name for it to be a Nikki quote unquote diss track. It could be a subliminal. Okay, she even Cardi has said she hates subliminals. But she but that's all she been doing. She ain't never added nobody. I don't think I don't think that it was. I'm serious. I don't think that it was. Now don't put me on the Cardi train or whatever the hate Nikki whatever train the girl. I think it's the Nikki hate train. That's what it's called. I'm not on the Nikki hate train, but I don't think I thoroughly enjoyed the song. Just like I thoroughly enjoy Get the Fuck Out. <laughs> but I don't think it was a Nikki. I think Get the Fuck Out has more lyrical content. Um, but with that, I feel like uh, Nikki should release something that is disworthy because we know that Nikki can do diss tracks. A subliminal diss. You just want her to do a subliminal diss that you're alleging Cardi did. I, no, I feel like when Nikki disses people, we know who she's talking about. Okay. Stupid hoe. We didn't know she was talking about Lil' Kim. Um, her next track should be Not On My Watch K-N-O-T <laughs> And I would like some Some payola for that Actually that's a great idea <laughs> I actually be, like that. that's a great idea It should be Not On My Watch because you the queen of rap Allegedly quote unquote Not On My Watch tell these girls not on your watch K-N-O-T <laughs> Somebody that knows Nick Minaj please send her this part I, I just I don't want much I just want a little bit <laughs> Um, next, probably the most important, um, today is National Voter Registration Day. Um, if you guys have not registered to vote already, please, please, please start the process. Get registered to vote. You cannot show up to most polling voting stations Mm -hmm. and just vote just because you're there and you got a valid ID. You have to register to vote. The black gay vote is just as fucking important as any other vote. We have so much to lose so much to lose if we do not put the right candidates in office we can look at the current political discourse and see how fucked up it is if you are not registered to vote please go get registered to vote um voting registration for absentee ballots in maryland and dc uh closes on october 16th and so if you are in the maryland dc area make sure that you um at least register online for an absentee ballot. You do not have to go out to these polling stations. You can mail your shit in. You can email your shit in. But make sure that you vote. If you are not voting, you are not part of the process and you are part of the problem. If you are not in the Maryland, D.C. area, please go look up your national uh, voting registration uh, deadlines because there are real deadlines. You cannot show up on um, the day in November and just be like, I want to vote. 
That's not how this works. I think it's like November eighth of this year. Yeah, I, well, I mean, it's it's the same day every year. Mm-hmm. But uh, but registration is more important so that you can actually vote. Election day is November the sixth this year. Come on, uh, the first Tuesday in November. Elections have consequences, and we have too much to fucking lose to not be counted. There was a um, in the last presidential election, um, somebody lost per like. Five to ten votes in each county or something. It gets really close. Hillary Clinton lost. It gets down to like five votes per count. Like they, they are. It's really serious. Hillary Clinton lost Michigan by about five to ten votes per. Yeah, county. that's the yeah. It was um, Michigan. Okay. And had she won Michigan, we would not be in this shit right now. <laughs> so really it is serious. very very serious. Five uh, votes. And 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 I'm gonna. Hone in on that at, on my last call because uh, I saw Fahrenheit nine eleven and it covered eleven nine eleven nine yeah Fahrenheit eleven nine and it covered that like extensively which is extremely important. Um, but next American Horror Story Apocalypse. I don't has, know what to do. Still has no coven. I don't and know what to I, do. I I'm confused. I judged you last week, but then I watched this week's episode. Like oh shit, this week what do I say on the podcast? Because. I was lost as fuck. I, I mean, lost. it was it was still semi interesting. It was the murder house. It was yeah, definitely definitely, definitely see murder house. Heavy. But I want a witch to turn up. Okay. If a witch does not turn up next episode, I don't know that I'm gonna watch the next one. Oh, I can agree. I don't know Cause because like Walking Dead is coming back and stuff. I'm gonna have other stuff on TV to watch. Y'all build this as Coven versus Murder House, and ain't no Coven yet. I want at least a wish to show up. Show me a, what are y'all doing? A glimpse of one. Ryan Murphy. Huh? Get involved. <laughs> um, next, cuffing season is here. No, it's not. We're not cuffing yet. Bitch, I wore a sweater yesterday and today to work. I said, bitch, I'm go. Let's go. All the more reason why you need to get cuffed, you need a warm man to take you to work. <laughs> hmm. Um, Time magazine has a new article out where they did a study of same sex male couples. And the study um, led to the discovery that same-sex male couples earn out-earn uh, straight couples by more than $60,000 per year. This isn't the first study either, no shade. But I'm just saying this is the most yeah, recent. Yeah, this is the most recent. Uh-huh. So men in same-sex marriages tend to earn significantly more than their lesbian or heterosexual counterparts, according to the new data released this week by U.S. Treasury, De- Treasury Department. Gay men had an average household income of $176,000. Amen. Some of y'all niggas out there is rich in these relationships. What more um, gay married men are living in progressive cities where salaries are, this is from, I don't know if it's in that, but we're generally seen in more progressive cities where gay marriage is allowed and tolerated, etc. Yeah. So gay men had an average household income of $176,000 thousand dollars in 2014 fifty two thousand dollars more than lesbian couples and sixty three thousand dollars more than opposite sex couples <sighs> so um if you are listening to this and you um you know you might make you know a cute little coin out there i would like to throw my head in the ring so that we can be one of these couples to make this study even greater who is your best man um i'm trying i'm who just trying to get to, to the, the wedding party i'm trying to get to the engagement part first I'm like, oh my so, gosh, Chris and Jarrell inspired me so much right now. What do you think me and you start a new relationship today? Yeah. Um, so is, I'm, trying to, be, I'm trying to be at the bachelor party, um, ready to start a new couple Instagram. Ronald underscore and underscore 
whatever your name is. Like, I'm just ready. <laughs> so the income disparity is just out of out of the water with when we can get gay couples together. So mm-hmm. let's get some goddamn gay couples together. You niggas stop hoeing. Um, the oh, summers. We had the sex specialist telling me to have sex on the first date. Yeah, and then get ghosted, and then later on feel entitled, and then somehow expect to get married. Okay, woo. Hashtag problematic. <laughs> you need a free problematic shirt. I have one coming. Um, <laughs> you actually do. <laughs> I stand by that in saying. Find shit that works for you. These these marriages aren't making all this money because they went on one first date with one nigga and then was like, oh, this is it. They went on a whole bunch of them. You -hmm. had to screen these niggas. You have to interview these niggas. Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing that and then just expecting a miracle, um, then you're not going to get that. Miracles don't just fucking. What else do I ask in my interview? Ask my friend. What else do I ask in my interview? Have you fucked Superman? That's gross. <laughs> you ask it. <laughs> um, MC Hammer is still fine. Random fact. Wow. Let me see. On Insta, where, where he you was find on, that? He was on Twitter like three days ago, and I clicked on the picture. I was like, God damn, MC Hammer is still fine. You got a new photo shoot? Yeah. No, he was at some event randomly, and so I just randomly put it in my notes because he was just randomly fucking fine. I wasn't expecting it. MC yeah, Hammer is still fine yeah. out here, y'all. So it is still possible to be an older um, man of color and be fine. No so, um, is he a Pisces? He was born March 30th. Is that a Pisces or an Aquarius? I wasn't asking for confirmation. I'm just asking to be oh, asking. I don't know. Um, Halloween season is upcoming, and um, I still don't know what the fuck I am going to be this Halloween uh, outside of booked. But yeah. <laughs> um, there was a costume of the Handmaid's Tale that was the released. The Handmaid's Tale costume. Yeah, uh-huh. the sexy slash slutty Handmaid's Tale costume that was <laughs> released for sale for Halloween. And then it got pulled from racks mm-hmm. uh, because it was in PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like those people that said it was not PC to send me some other costume ideas because that's what I was going to pick. Uh, I want it to be the slutty handmaid's tale girl, and y'all have taken my dreams and dashed them uh, against the stones. And I want Ooh. y'all to send me some other ideas. You since should be a writer. You've taken my dreams and dashed them against the stones. Oh, bitch, that is smart. I am a writer. <laughs> um, critics of the costume say it was tone deaf. I say it's not any more tone deaf than half the motherfucking Halloween costumes yeah. we see on the goddamn gentrification. If we can see blackface still Erasure. happen every year, <laughs> we can still see anti-gay shit every year. I can still wear the slutty handmaid's costume. Imagine me, a black man with a Confederate flag and um, a cowboy hat. Like all this stuff is problematic. All of it. The whole holiday is problematic. <laughs> the whole holiday is. Most costumes are politi- are not even politically correct at all themselves these days, literally. Um, if you squint, you can see problematic shit in just about any costume Christmas, on the rack. Christmas, the birth of Jesus, then why Santa Claus here? Uh, wow. I, I mean, if... I like if, free gifts, but I mean, if it's about the birth of Jesus. If I want to let my inner slut out parents were poor. on Halloween, then let me let my inner slut out in handmaid's, t- in handmaid's tail fashion. <laughs> 
Stop trying to uh, stop my bags. This is stopping bags. Hashtag policing. Hashtag sympathy and pill. <laughs> That's what they wanted. <laughs> um, next, more seriously, the Catholic Church. Um, Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you just admitted. <laughs> 3,000 priests to date. The Catholic Church uh, does not apparently fire priests for molesting and assaulting children. Move them around. Um, but they will the definitely fire your ass for burning a rainbow flag, as reported by Gay Star News. Um, Catholic priest. Can we not uh, give them a platform on our platform? Paul oh Kitchick is an important story because he was very anti gay and then he got his ass. Red for being anti-gay. Mm-hmm. Father Paul Kitchick burned the, the the rainbow flag outside of the Resurrection Catholic Church in Chicago on September 14th. His archbishop prohibited the priest from burning the flag and decided to suspend him for his defiance. Church authorities ordered Kalchik to leave his church on September 22nd, which is this coming Saturday, um, moments before he was due to officiate a heterosexual wedding. Mm-hmm. Kopich um, sent another the archbishop sent another bishop um, down to fire the girl and make her leave the church for burning a flag outside of the church. So um, I'm happy that this anti-gay priest was taken the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Um, They also recommended her to psychiatric treatment, (laughs) which is like you firing me and then telling me to go get help after. Yeah. I like that. Um, but at the same time, when there are thousands of accusations accusations of molestation and assault against children, they are choosing who to fire. I'm glad that they fired this one, but keep the pink slips rolling. There's plenty of other people to continue to fire um, that are not good for the community and definitely not good for anybody's church. Um, last but not least, have you ever wanted to go to the Met Gala? It's like, is it two hundred? It's $20,000 a plate? How much is it? Is it $200,000? I, I think it's you like to, 20 you have I don't to give like a, it's that much. You have to give a lot. You money. have to get a lot. Then I have to get my costume made. Right. Um, so we're doing a Met Gala right here in D.C. Mm-hmm. And you do not have to pay $20,000 a hit to go. Um, I, would, I would like to, like, I'm like, well, I'm going with my friend. Yes. So we are having a Met Gala themed anniversary party for Impulse on October 28th, Sunday, right before Halloween. So we are giving you an opportunity to get dressed in your best. I was going to say, do I have to be in the theme or? It would be awesome if you're in the theme. Or can I but come it's as a, a Confederate flag carrier? No. Um, <laughs> it'd be awesome if you're in the theme. But if you're not in the theme and you just want to wear a regular tuxedo or a suit or just a regular dress. You or can do Halloween that. Halloween costume because it's Halloween weekend. No, it's oh. a gala. So we're asking people to show up in their best. Okay. We can do these things. Um, we can. Yeah. I promise. And we're we're promising a premiere event. I'm going to be there in my best, doing my best, showing and doing the most. I invite you guys to check it out as well. Um, Rebirth, our anniversary party for Impulse is October 28th. Please, if you are in the area, make sure that you show up and show out. I would love to see you out. That is all for Hot Topics.
Um, hashtag why I didn't report. I was getting there as well. Because I was only 16. He was 10 years older than me. It started with drinks and game playing. Then he asked, could his friends join us in the bedroom? After many no's, I woke up with him on top of me and his two friends kissing me and one with his penis in my mouth. His words, don't you love and want me? Lay back and relax. It will be over soon, I promise. I laid there in tears. I was told, if I told I was afraid, no one would believe me. I had lied to my parents about where I was that night and wasn't supposed to be hanging out with older guys anyway, right? I was only 16 and wasn't supposed to be drinking anyways, right? Who would care to listen to my story and believe me? So I kept it a secret until now. Hashtag why I didn't report. He was a pastor in Flint and respected by the community. I was, distract- I was attracted to his ministry because he said he was delivered from homosexuality and I felt he could have been a great ministry mentor. I didn't report because I didn't want to ruin his church, his family, his wife and children, and reputation, nor did I want the community to look at me in disbelief. Hashtag why I didn't report. I assumed it was my fault because I, quote, put myself in this situation. Um, since America's um, current president tweeted against allegations for his Supreme Court nominee, um, Brett Kavanaugh, a lady named Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, Trump tweeted, if the attack on Dr. Ford was as bad as she says, charges would have been immediately filed. And since that tweet, people have come out in droves, over 900,000 tweets. I don't even know how many on Facebook, and I don't even know how many on any other platform, because, child, look, there was going to be a lot of research. The, the emphasis is on the stories. Absolutely. Um, I just, I even hashtag why I didn't report, me, Ronald Matters, I didn't report because, um... As an only child, and I was four years old, and to be with other young black men, this was going on, I thought it was the norm. I really seriously did. I didn't know that I was being sexually assaulted all of the times that it happened, um, for the many years that it happened. So, um, a non-professional recommendation, but just myself as a why I didn't report sexual assault survivor. Um, Number one, your friends listen to you talk about Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj, what the latest Trey done did and how he is could be the one or how he couldn't be the one. And what that bitch did at work to get on your nerves. Your friends, that's where they prove themselves to be true. Your friends are here to listen to your story about surviving sexual assault. Number two, 
it is never your fault. When I realized I was I was actually out of the situation when I realized what was going on, I was like removed. And I was like, wow, what happened to me when I was four, five, six, seven, and eight years old? Those things happened to me, but those things were not my fault. Even if you were a short skirt and you have on thigh-high boots, it is not your fault anytime it happens. And I know if your friend that you're looking to speak with is not going to be a sexual assault survivor, um, they are going to tell you that it's not your fault. It's a popular phrase to say when someone is telling you that it's not your fault. But the words are true. Everyone will tell you it's not your fault. People who have been through it, people who have not been through it. You did not deserve what happened to you. Number three, the last thing. Seek help from the courts and or seek mental health professionals if you need to. Yes, it will work. But you have to take care of yourself if you know that you need it. Oh, well, I could do this, but I don't know. I'm going to have to fill out a form or two. I'm going to have to um, take off work to go. You, you have to take care of yourself. You, you have to take care of yourself. Yes, this situation happened to you, but you are greater than, you are better than the immediate response um, that you have emotionally to this situation and you have to take care of yourself because you know if you don't if you don't take care of it now you're going to take it to your next relationship you're going to take um, the experience that happened to you at your last job to your next job you're going to take it's going to linger it's going to get on your nerves it's going to be like that sniffle that you can't get rid of and you, you done took your um, vitamin C you done took your clarity and you done took your and if you don't get rid of it now or heal from it now, rather. It's going to linger. So just, I don't have a specific fancy source today. Just myself. Whew. If you've gone through this, it's okay to open your Twitter right now and type hashtag why I didn't report. It's okay to write on your Facebook right now and profess why you didn't one guy he was raped as a child nobody he didn't feel it was pertinent to say anything but then as an adult you know he has seen so many me too stories and as an adult he was raped by a prison guard and then as an adult he said something and then that prison guard was allowed to retire and then the case that was brought before the courts was about, well, isn't he a felon? Isn't he in jail? How can you believe it? Uh, uh, and that's where you go get your help from the courts if you feel you need to. You go get help from your mental health professionals if you need to. Because it ain't going to be peachy. It ain't going to be, child, like watching Beyonce do a two-hour concert with live vocals, okay? And dancing. And Jay-Z just sitting over there on the side, but anyway. Come back serious. You know, you've got to take care of yourself first. And it is not your fault. And anybody who you feel you need to tell, you should tell. Because even if you don't report it today, the way that you feel right now matters. 
Do you have anything? No, I absolutely agree. Um, I think the um, why didn't I report hashtag is extremely cathartic and needed. Um, the character assassination that a lot of people that have been raped or sexually assaulted feel is very real. And we see it playing out right now in our national discourse. Mm-hmm. And if it can happen to people on that level, you know it happens to people on smaller, 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 smaller levels. Um, I identified with it directly because I, I felt the same shame of why I didn't report for a long period of my time because um, my aggressors had been in litigation with other people that he assaulted. And um, I did not take either side. I didn't take his side. He asked me to take his side. Believe that or not. And I did not. After the act. Oh, no. Years after the act. He wanted me to be a character witness for him knowing that he had raped me. (laughs) <laughs> the audacity the audacity the audacity the audacity the audacity of these people he knew he knew what he had done to me mm-hmm. and someone else had similarly brought charges against him for doing the same thing to them and um i was too young and too un- inexperienced to know which side to pick and so i picked no sides i felt like um i would be letting down my family i would be causing drama and shit and I just didn't want to be involved in it mm-hmm. I wanted to my my army career was just starting I wanted to be fully divested away from all of that I wanted to be away from it and so I completely identify with the people because I was those people um, thankfully I've moved past it and I don't feel like it affects me um, the same way thankfully but uh, if you are one of these people, it is extremely important to not let um, a statute of limitations hold you up. There's no statute of limitations against someone taking your innocence. There's no statute of limitations against someone violating you. Fuck that. Report it. Um, and the the whole hashtag of why I didn't report was is just as important as the Me Too hashtag. Um, and I feel like it should get as, as much as uh, as much attention as the Me Too hashtag because it is the foundation of the Me Too hashtag. The people that were covered under Me Too did not report things because they were mm-hmm. afraid of what the blowback would be, what the um, the thoughts of people around them would be, what their families' thoughts would be. Um, this young lady that has accused uh, Supreme Court Justice nominee, hopefully, withdraw E. Yeah, um, hopefully. Ju- uh, Judge Kavanaugh had to move out of her house. Mm-hmm. Her, her family, her kids are getting death threats. Kids. Kids are getting death threats. And they don't have nothing to do with the situation. And so this is why people don't report. Because they don't want to be in this situation. They don't want to be in this hot seat. And they shouldn't have to be, especially if as, as victims. Um, but I applaud her patriotism, one, because she's putting her country before herself. Mm-hmm. I applaud her um, strength to stand up to she's probably going to be testifying to 10 to 12 white men that don't give a fuck about her story, that just want to push their agenda through. 
And she's going to have to deal with that, knowing that what happened to her happened to her and people don't believe her. And that same strength and that same fervor can be had by any one of us. We can do the same. The most important part of um, why I didn't report is the people that come behind you. And again, like I was talking about earlier, my failure was I was concerned about moving on from me. Um, and I wasn't concerned about what the predator was doing to other people. And if I spoke up, I probably could have stopped him. And so that is the most important part of it is, yes, you are a victim. Yes, you did have these egregious things done to you. But if you can play a role in preventing the same things to happen to other people, you should be playing that role mm -hmm. if you can. I understand some people can't. Some people have other struggles, other things going on where they, you know, they just have to live for themselves right now. And that's very understandable. But if you get into a position where you can fight for other people, that is what a real superhero is. Fight for other people. Make sure that you or the last person was the last victim and there's not 20 more behind you. Goodwill and God, good riddance to Bill Cosby. I was going to say, because a lot of people were talking about the America's Next Top Model judge who didn't report originally, but when the court case came out, she did um, stand trial. I yeah. can't remember her name. but uh, Yeah, I can't remember either. Right. But um, please, 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 please um, make note of the hashtag. Look at it. Look at these people's stories. If you identify with these people's stories, create your own hashtag. And, and come out You will never know how freeing it is To actually do the, to, to do that um, This week in sexual health Double booking um, Zozo Oh my god Slash coochie appointments <laughs> In 2018 is sexually sound You have sound. to because you never Apparently we can't be vulnerable So I'm like I submit myself to you Because then I feel entitled to receive you Literally um, so I have to be vague with who I'm receiving tonight and not know who I'm receiving. You won't know until you receive it. <laughs> Amen. Ghetto. Amen. The ghetto. Amen. Um, do it for your own mental health and your own sexual health okay. because these niggas are not doing these things for you. So you have to do it for yourself. So if you have a Zozo appointment, book two. If you have a, a Coochie appointment, book two. Cause that nigga, things might come up. He might not um, text you back. He might not message you back until next week. Book two. Ghosting. Yes. Woo. Yes. Because he had a, he had he done double booked the Zozo appointment. So it's like you're saying like fight guns in school with more guns. That's what I'm getting right now. Um. Well, guns kill people. I, I Zozo just... has not killed the person that I know. <laughs> Uh, neither has Coochie And so That's why I think This is a little bit different No than that. Everybody don't need The double book appointments No Book yes. one No so, Book two Yes book two so uh, You're a sex specialist So I don't know I'm asking So what book if you two. You ate a salad earlier Well I mean I've gone through the struggles That's what I'm saying Yes So you go through the struggle mm -hmm. You took your Imodium You did your flea uh -huh. You put your um Little uh, vanilla extract and in you your touch fleet. it on your whole yeah okay you, well the right things that you supposed to be touching whatever your secret is yeah whatever your secret mm -hmm. is so you did all of that some girls put like a peppermint on it I'm like 
I can't endorse that. I feel I, like that might burn. Why would you put a peppermint on your hole? But they want the hole to taste like something. I just it'd be bottles are so creative nowadays. Work. You got to stand out. Work. Um, whatever. And then he don't text you back. Or and, right now his mama sick. He got to go to the hospital. Or now he want to bring his homeboy by. Oh wow. <laughs> I thought maybe he had legitimate reasons. Oh, that be some niggas' legitimate reasons. I wanted to share the pussy with my friend. (laughs) And so, if you're not down for that, book two appointments. These niggas is not reliable out here. Well, it will be too if you let him be his friend. (laughs) Okay, it's a double feature. Uh, Worst case scenario is you'll get a threesome. Oh. And again, that's like standard behavior. In sexual health. Wow. That's standard behavior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sexual. I'm trying. Yeah. It can't always be about syphilis. Oh. <laughs> Worst case. Chlamydia and gonorrhea was the top two. And not number two. <laughs> okay, um, come on. So, worst case scenario, you will get you a threesome, um, or you'll be able to pick the cuter person with the bigger dick or the fatter ass. So um, fat don't always mean good. I, I wish y'all would stop. Fat dick don't mean it's good, and fat ass don't either. I agree. Please, but you have your pick of the litter when you got two. So book, book book two. Book two. Fat dick don't mean his stroke is good. Freaky threesomes are the standard for 2018. So syphilis and newborns reach 20 year high. Yeah, the CDC just emailed me this today. The 2017 CDC report. Well, we're going to cover that next Why week. Then. But this week this? is double book your Zozo. I thought maybe and the CDC would say something relevant to what we're talking about. But apparently, appointments. Yeah, these niggas is not reliable. Double book. That is this week's sexual health. Okay, we're going to announce our contest winners. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to say this wrong. I think that it says Kanata S T L K A N E. D A S T L. The contest was um, what do you think our next t shirt line should say, say or represent? And there will be two winners. So um, K uh, responded with thick thighs, thin patience, and you selected him as a winner. Absolutely. So you have 24 hours from when this episode goes live. Check the notes. Please DM us and let us know what address to get you a t-shirt to. We are going to send you a t-shirt. And which design that you currently have, we'll work on getting you if we choose to do a thick thousand impatience. Whatever. Um, The second person is Jamrock123, who responded with White Woman in Distress. My favorite. My fa- my my favorite. <laughs> so that one's definitely going to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> I think that coming one, soon. I think that one is coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> coming soon. Because if I can wear that and be out here in these streets and fuck up these white women that see yeah. me wearing it and let these police know that see me wearing it, yeah, go, I'm wearing go it. Go away from me with this. <laughs> I am a white woman in distress. I will call someone. I will call my father. <laughs> okay. See, he is omnipresent. My father is omnipresent. Amen. Um. So. Canada STL and Jamrock123 you have 24 hours please DM us DM me or DM the podcast and we will get yeah. your shit out to you thank you so Pick much the, the ideas the yeah yeah the ideas were amazing thank you guys so much for your engagement there were lots of great seriously no joke what is it no cap or something there was a lot of great ideas 
Absolutely. Um, and you guys, make sure you stay tuned to our Instagram so that you can be a winner for our next contest. Oh, right now. Is it song for our song? It is. Woo! I feel like I've been talking to you forever. Well, which we do anyway, because we talk all the time. But I don't talk to her. Talk to you on this recording, child. So, the song for my soul this week um, is by a legendary male vocalist that does not get enough credit. Tevin Campbell. No. Because, you know, the girls was Tevin Campbell, Tevin Campbell. They was just excited to know that Tevin Campbell was still alive. Tevin Campbell. They didn't even know he was still alive. (laughs) Um, But this is a legendary vocalist, R&B legend that... uh, Tyrese. No. Zodiac. No. These are the signs that make it. Are you my zodiac freak? I've been waiting for. I just can't look at his music the same no more. Um, this one, however, is again timeless and ain't going nowhere. Um, one of our gay forefathers, I live. I thought some time alone was what we really needed. And so, right there with that, uh, y'all, half y'all, half y'all know what the fucking song is. He about to break up with you. I don't know, but it's, he's not like he about to dump me. No. <laughs> you said this time will hurt more than it helps, but I couldn't see that. Uh-oh. I thought it was the end of something beautiful. No. And so, I left the one I loved at home to be alone. Alone. You make me want to leave the one I'm with to start a new And I tried to find. Oh, I'm still off. Okay. Out if this one thing is true That I'm nothing without you I know better now And I've had a change of heart this Sounds very Eric Benet Or that bald-headed guy that married Shantae Moore Kendall I'd Moore. rather have bad times with you I can almost sing it Than good times with someone else mm-hmm. I'd rather be beside you in a storm Than safe and warm by myself A woman wrote this No, a man wrote this He's a, he's fish. Oh, he he feels real entitled. He's <laughs> the a storm coming. He want to be with me. No, the storm coming. I'm gonna leave you by yourself. First off, the storm should be coming in the bed. That should be the that should be the storm. Everything wet. Um, <laughs> I'd rather have hard times together than to have it easy apart. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have the one who holds my heart. I don't know who who what Luther. Ronzani Vandross oh. did that fucking cut in 2001, and I know half of y'all was singing along with me because I was singing oh. along in my head. He young, don't don't what, pay him I'm no mind. This in my playlist. What? I'd rather by Luther Vandross. I'd rather. Okay. Amazing song. He just he did his fucking thing. Wrote, created, just did, just did it. Did. <laughs> and I feel like most of y'all already know the song. If you don't know the song, go look up the song because my co-host is lost as well. Um, but I'd rather by Luther Vandross is it. I'd rather be with you than be with somebody else. Mm-hmm. That is a whole fucking mood. Cause some of these oh, these niggas is trash. They're not reliable. They might ghost you. Be with that nigga that might um, that's gonna call you back and and bring some food over to your house. And he might be a little fat, but that's okay. Be with that nigga. Um, since Wingstop don't d- deliver, the only thing I'm looking for in a date here in DC is somebody who will go pick up the Wingstop. <sighs> Does that make me gay? I don't know if that make me gay. Put an ad on indeed. Um, the song for my soul this week um is Add to Me by Legacy. Uh, a song from her album last year. I just feel like a lot of the new releases this past week, Rita Ora came out with another song and we don't use her. Especially following that that song about girls who just have sex with each other because it's it's hot outside, so girls should want to have sex with each other. 
and then her defense, blah. Um, Dina Jane from Fifth Harmony, ma'am, that can only be one Beyonce when a group break up, and I'm sorry, it, I'm not sorry, it's the truth, it's no money. Um, just everybody except for the Cardi B, um, partisan Fontaine song, backing it up. Which sure, I played Friday and Saturday, relentless. Uh. In both ears, our listeners deserve better. But um, they deserve better than that goddamn Cardi B track too. But add to me about let us see. Um, it's cuffing season, so you know we out here emotional and warmed up. No pause, hoping to be warmed up. Amen. Um, I'm good on my own. I don't want to be alone. You gotta have it all together so we can be stronger together. You know, like stuff like that. Lettucey talks about how we're gonna add to each other. Um, I think preseason is about to wrap up in cuffing season, so we're about to get serious and start to thinking about, um, am I booking you a flight for Thanksgiving? Cause like 30, 45 days out, you need to know. We're going to your family house or my family house. Which one's more progressive? Because we both black men's uh, courting. Can we fuck at your mama's house? Is the question Whoa. that I have. Because if we can't fuck at your mama's house, then let's not go there. Let's just stay home. Okay. Well, some for myself. <laughs> uh, we're moving to our here for it this week. Uh huh. Um, surprise, surprise! I'm not here for something. Negative Nancy over here. Mm-hmm. Um, white girl podcasts that oh my sexually target black men. Hashtag, not hashtag, quote unquote black men because they use the word black in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm not here for. Um, I would say their names, but they don't deserve any promotion here. Uh, they don't send me no money, and even if they did send me money, I would take the money and not give them the promotion. But there was a white girl podcast. There's is two white girls that have a podcast and people listen to them allegedly. Um they were discussing a topic about having sex with a quote unquote black man. A real black a man. A real a real black man, not just a, you know, run of the mill, he go to Starbucks, go to Trader Joe's type of black man. This mm. is one he, he smoked, was a thug. He smokes black and milds and drinks She 40. said he was a thug. I was like, he was a thug. He drinks 40s. <laughs> this is the type of black man she wants. Um, so they were discussing that and um, not realizing, or maybe they were realizing. She said, give a we know we're going to get a lot of shit for this. Okay. She said it on the on the podcast. And I'm giving her a lot of shit for this because <laughs> fetishizing, quote unquote, real black men is predatory, is ugly, and it's stupid. If you like black men, like I've said in previous podcasts, love black people. Don't just love black dick. Loving black dick is very slavery-esque. Like black men for black men. Don't like black men for just their black dick. And if you have a platform like these bitches have, um, use your platform for something positive. Then... Using it as I had a cultural experience this weekend I got some black dick Girl let's talk about the black dick That I got What? That's the best you can come up with? You don't have no writers? You don't, you don't write yourself? Where's your pen? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else to offer Than 
I just have some pussy and I just I'm trying I'm looking for some black dick to fill the pussy. I'm looking for some black dick too. I'm pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> but I, I I'm um different. My scope is different. No pause. The negative karma that you get will be worse than the dragging that I could give you. So I'm not gonna give you that dragging. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make this public announcement that you hoes is trash. You hoes need to um Get better content or get the fuck off of podcasting. Thanks. Signed, Mary. Jamelanin, less ass. <laughs> fuck out of here. She said, no, it was a real black guy because the first time it wasn't a real black well, guy. Well, I'm a real black man the and I'm telling guy, you right now, you gotta get say, that shit the fuck off the air. You gotta say black guy. The second black guy, he was like a thug. And I was just like, what? <laughs> Cancel that shit. Get that shit the fuck off the air. The, the only bitches that are listening to that trash ass shit are the bitches that think like them. He was like a thug. And like, oh yeah, and black dick is just bigger. I was like, oh. <laughs> anyway. She out here fucking black dick but voted for Donald Trump. My here for it this week. We received a list of question kind of sort of, but I can't remember where if it was in the email or the Instagram DMs or something like that. With the iPhone 12 update, you know, the new iPhone was announced last week. So then everybody gets the if even if with the current phone you get a software update. If I could burp, I would burp. Um, and so there's this new measure app, and somebody requested that we discuss. Um, thank God because no more using the Xfinity remotes to measure your dick, or the Airwick cans, or the um, all the others. You know, like when people be using stuff. And so now they can use the phone instead. It's a, yeah, like you can you the screen says. Okay, move this camera around. You open the measure app and it opens your what's in front of you. It's like a virtual reality app. And so you can move around what's in front of you and it'll tell you how many inches the table is or how many inches across your couch. But the girls are using it to measure they <laughs> I don't trust it. So measure they meet. <laughs> so hopefully uh <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm kinda here for it. I'm kind of here for it because if Trey want to show off, if, well, one if he know he, um, wealthy in the area. Well, you just know that he got fourteen hundred dollars to spend on his phone. <laughs> That's all you know, really, because shit could be photoshopped. I don't trust it. I'm not here for it. He photoshopped his measure app screenshot. Yes, they might. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The girls is putting on the internet um, their bank account when they bought a Lamborghini. So anything could be photoshopped. You throwing shade to Cardi, cool. Um, what I'm not here for this week is for people who say right after every other sentence in their conversation. So you know the Cardi B, Nicki Minaj few right. Um, so Cardi threw the shoe right, and then after that right, people were saying that she, Cardi was gonna be canceled right, and then so Cardi B shows up in Milan right. You saw her in the Dolce and Gabbana outfit right. And then she had did the Instagram video, right, where she was saying um, she had actually got more opportunities, right? I just be like, wow, can you please be more confident in what you are saying to me instead of looking for confirmation from me every 10 seconds in what you are saying? Left. <laughs> because I'm, is, is it right? Left. Uh, <laughs> so, and then um, Cardi B had flew from 
New York to Atlanta right because it was her first year wedding anniversary right east and then <laughs> um she had did the video where she had told him to wake the fuck up right you saw you saw the video right west <laughs> and so um then three days later she was like I need to take a plan B right Ma'am, yes, I saw the video. <laughs> Ma'am, yes, I saw the video where she had screamed his name for him to wake up to give her, give her some dick because she had flew from New York to Atlanta. Yes, I saw the video um, two or three days later where she was saying, oh, shit, I need to take a plan B because she did not need culture two right now. Yes, I saw the, vi- the picture in the video where Cardi B threw the shoe. Yes, I, oh, please. Y'all are just get on my nerves. Southeast. <laughs> I'm not here for it. That was my Northwest. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> True. Stormy. Yeah. Stormy was canceled. <laughs> the only Stormy we recognize is Hurricane Florence. We have gotten to the portion of our show where it is the last call. So if you have alcohol available to you Make sure you pour you a shot And take your last call with us We will greatly appreciate it When I listen back to the show I'd be just finishing like a cappuccino In the morning And I'd be like Do an espresso shot If you wanted them girls That's okay Okay great I just didn't want to be left out Hashtag um, Inclusive West (laughs) This week My last call is to The black lady yeah, she had read the Spanish mom, of course, and I had opened it. Oh, with, with the kids in the car. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Open link. Open link. Open link. Open it in Instagram. She, where y'all mom at? Come on, volume in. No boy. So the black lady walks into the store. That lady just walked in the store. Why you leave your kids in the car with your dumb ass like that? Don't be dumb. I'm just coming right Fuck back. Fuck that. Go get them motherfucking kids. All these motherfucking kids dying every fucking one. You I still shut the fuck up. Fuck huh. that, you dumb bitch. I ought to call the police on your dumb ass. <laughs> Doing the fucking kids like that. You know how many kids dying over that shit? Hey, man. Are you fucking crazy? I've never left my kids. It don't fucking matter. Dumb ass. Still finna call the police on your dumb ass. Okay. I record they ass too. Looking for a motherfucking outfit. With no fucking arrow. One window down. It's a car seat in the car. It's like a newborn. Stupid ass. You let one wonder down. You got three other motherfucking wonders with your dumb, stupid ass. <laughs> I feel like this was in Memphis. <laughs> it, it can't be anywhere else but Memphis. So, I, Maybe I Little Rock. Slightly. But I Memphis. D- it says horrible mother outfit shopping with kids in the car. And so, shout out to this. Um, I was a teenager and like kids were dying in all these um what do you call it? Daycare shopping daycare not daycare van daycare vans. Like the driver and there would be an assistant, but kids were dying in like these daycare vans all the time, like two years old, three years old. And it was just a lot to deal with. And so I was I've I've developed the Mindset that you should never leave your children like in a car in a van. You should never leave your kids around. And when I saw this video, it spoke to me because we need champions like her who will say, "You out here shopping for an outfit? You rolled one window halfway down. 
And who who are you going to see in, at the club? You got three kids. If he not willing to help you take care of your three children, he's not the man for you anyway. And you're more than likely not going to meet him at free before 11. And ladies, two for one. You're not going to meet him at this place where you're picking an outfit to go. With your stupid, dumb ass, quote unquote. Well, not to diminish that, um, I was left in the car a whole bunch of times. A lot of times. <laughs> in the heat. A lot of times. With the windows rolled up and the AC was not on. Just, so that could be very much the reason why I have, I'm problematic. Hashtag problematic. Get you a shirt over here for a shop. Um, but I do understand her championing for the kids and um, shaming the fuck out of this white lady. So shout out to her. Yeah. I just was not here for it. And that's my last call. Shout out to the, the champion of the cheerings. Because we need more champions like that. Um, my last call is to Fahrenheit 11.9, like I alluded to earlier. It was an amazing film. Michael Moore did it I just couldn't again. get out of bed. It was raining all weekend in D.C. And I was like, I'm not going to the movies. Michael Moore did it again. Um, if you've ever seen any of his previous works, this was no different. He gave it. He went into detail and detail. And if you care anything about this country's politics, you will go see this movie. It was amazing. The reads he had for Donald Trump were on time and poignant. Amen. Um, The discourse that he talked about as far as the country could really be in peril in the next two to three years if we let the shit continue to go on. Very, very on point. What did he say about Obama and Flint? Oh, that part drained me. Um, Cause because I heard that part was important. It was very important. Um, it's not all about Trump. So it, don't no, think no. That. He gave he gave the Democrats just as much as he <laughs> gave the Republicans. He gave them both shade. And um, like I said, I, I highlighted the Trump moments, but the Democrats were mm-hmm. just as much trash as the Republicans. Unfortunately, he read our dearly loved. President Barack Obama for what I still feel like as well is the worst part of his whole presidency when he went to Flint and drank the water allegedly twice and said oh it's good it's clean nobody has anything to worry about that's my Barack Obama impression I heard it Um, and when he did it back then I was pissed and now in hindsight I'm even more pissed that he did it. Um, he had an interview with John Podesta, who was one of Barack Obama's very close friends and campaign managers, who said, I don't know who told him to do that, but they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely agree. That was the worst thing of the eight years that we had of Barack Obama. Barack Obama has done amazing things, still one of my favorite presidents, but he did do some straight, dirty bullshit with the Flint thing. He could have went to Flint and said, I'm declaring a state of emergency. We're digging these fucking pipes up. People are going to get clean water. We're not going to go with the status quo that the demon that is the governor of Michigan, that was the governor of Michigan, has put on you guys. I'm saving the day. That's what people of Flint was looking forward to when he came, and he didn't do that. He signed their death warrants, unfortunately, and... Um, I can't stand behind him in, in that decision. It was trash, and unfortunately, the people of Flint still do not have fucking clean water. So that's my last call. But um, go see the film. Go, yo, no, go, go see the yeah, go see the film so you can see everything documented 
because the way that Michael Moore put all the shit in a bow is amazing. He did it great. It was an amazing movie. So even if you got a fucking um, get it on your fire stick, get it on your fire stick. It's important. It's a great, it's a great movie. I encourage you to go out and buy a ticket because the nigga we still need him to make more movies. But if you ain't got it, you know it ain't pay week rent coming up. Get it on your fire stick. Make sure you're involved. Don't forget to um, talk to us through our hashtag Here for it Hive, and of course follow the show on the internet at Here for it Pod. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, and of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N. I am still looking for a new back page link, and so as soon as I find that, I will let you girls know. Back page personals. Yeah. So as soon as I find that, um, I mean, you may be able to find me on Rent Boy. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.